Uh, we'll see. We'll find right. it by ear. We're uh, we're recording. So, so I so I listened to the last episode. Yeah. And I didn't have headphones on. I just played through the laptop. It sounded fine to me. So. Oh, good answer. Um, so, there weren't too many rough spots. It just um, sometimes the bandwidth cut out, and then I think it was actually loudest right after we stopped recording. But there was a guy whistling or something, or no, it was the song, I guess, on the playing through the speakers. Oh know. yeah, I'm pretty sure it might have been both actually. So I was actually considering getting ready to set up today, as I could just find a clip on the internet of like ambient cafe sounds and we could just run it quietly underneath everything and then no one would ever know the difference. Hey, you know what? Uh, yeah. Murmur.mp3. <laughs> nice. So I saw that you, uh, before we hit record, you were talking to your brother-in-law about uh, your microphone. Yes. Or not microphone, your camera. Yes. What, uh, what piece of hardware do you have? Uh, I have the Dell XPS 15 inch uh 96 30 or something of that nature i seem to remember a few episodes back we talked about the odd camera placement on that laptop oh it's shit yeah but why i did we ever determine why they did that um you know um i'll i'll pee on designers because they think they're clever they're just too clever i think sometimes well, they, I think they were too clever because one of the CES announcements this week was that the Dell XPS 13, is that what you said you had, the 13 or the 15? I, I have the 15. Or whichever one it was, that, but they were going to be moving the camera back yep. up to normal people place. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're a big iPhone advocate, but like the whole notch is, again, another too clever for me. The, hey, let's get rid of the audio port, again, too clever for me so get off my lawn guy right here I, I don't think i ever heard why the notch exists what is the point of the notch is it a design function or is it a necessity i think it's somebody going how can we squeeze even more pixels out of this and a side note is, is Apple's now being sued for that because when they advertise their screen resolution they include like an x by y except you have the notch which actually blows out several hundred of those pixels so oh man we live Wait, in a society but, where everyone wants to sue somebody but who sues for that no that's not the actual pixel dimensions and false um, advertising but is it like so then don't buy the phone oh no 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 then you can't sue because you haven't been wronged and you're not a victim then oh my god <laughs> makes my heart hurt and my soul and everything else. You know, what, you know what makes my heart hurt? <laughs> what? What makes your heart hurt, Kevin? <laughs> As I cough. <clears throat> so I was on uh, Facebook for quite some time. And then I got off Facebook. And I was like, hey, what is this really cool thing? Oh, it's called Pinterest. Wait, wait, wait. I got to stop you right there. So you got to think there's a man card that has to be turned over somewhere, somehow. Mm -hmm. Because you just said, what is this cool thing? And it's Pinterest. Hey, that... so Pinterest is cool because it's basically politics free. <laughs> it's cool, like life hacks, like the visual dictionary of life hacks. And I was like, this is pretty cool. That's a lot of great ideas. And I'm totally going to steal all these for like DIY projects and whatnot. I mean, that's what, that's what Pinterest has got. Yes, it sounds like, you know, my man card, whatever. But I want to dispel that because it got some really cool like ideas in there. Because it's not like super feminine stuff at all. There's definitely like it's 
gender friendly for the males. But here's what grinds my gears, Bob Beatty Bar. I should probably apologize for that. That was really uncalled for. My bad. Every now and then, I'll get a notification from Pinterest. So-and-so liked your thing. And so-and-so used to be one of my Facebook friends. I'm like, wait, why, do, why does Pinterest relate me to this person? The well, only connection I have to that person was through a now deleted Facebook account. Are you sure they're not your friend on Pinterest as well? No, I've never friend. I don't even know how to use Pinterest other than like search. Well, That's yeah, all that, I know how to do. That doesn't mean that other people who understand Pinterest don't know how to use it. I'm sure wait, you wait, have wait. friends wait. on Pinterest that you don't know of. Yeah, but in order to like connect with somebody, you got to like opt in, right? You got to be like, yes, let's be friends. Well, and they maybe did. I don't think it's a bi-directional relationship. I think you can follow someone on Pinterest. I don't know. Is there a follower count on Pinterest? I don't know. I'd be interested to know because there's at least a dozen notifications that say, your friend so-and-so favorited this board or created a new board. I'm like, I don't have any friends on this damn platform. Damn you, Facebook. You sold me out. And so here's, here's a soundbite for you. If, if Facebook says I like midget porn because it like somehow calculated this in its algorithms, Pinterest now knows this too. And I don't like that. It's wrong. Are Pinterest, is Pinterest sub-company of Facebook or are they completely separate? No. I, in fact, I saw they're going to have like an IPO or something this year. So I see a, a search result for how to connect Pinterest to your Facebook I never did such things. You can take that one to the bank, Bob. <laughs> we, might, we might have to open up that file on that you downloaded to see what the possible connection could be. Oh, wait, wait, wait. what file? There is no file. No, you said you downloaded your um, data file oh. on Facebook. Yeah, and I've looked through that. So here's what I think is happening. Somehow, some way, because of Zuckerberg's um, interest in in selling his peddling his data porn somehow is selling to other companies. And, and this isn't like a conspiracy theory. They admitted to doing this. Right. They've shared data with other companies. Well, I guess Pinterest is one of them. And that just pisses me off because I'm like, wait, you're, you are acting as an agent on my behalf and giving away data. And back to my midget porn, because who doesn't want to talk midget porn? Uh, <laughs> I think if, we just found the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if they have a fact like that wrong? Like, oh, Kevin's associated with this thing. Let's call it midget porn right now. That's our, our foil in this. Um, and now, you know, Facebook's going around telling everyone about this. And I'm like, no, that's not right. Oh, and I don't even have a Facebook account. I don't even have anywhere to complain. Because Here's the internet rule, Bob. Once it's on the internet, it's a, there's no getting it off the internet. It's right. on the internet. So you said a couple of weeks ago you're doing some development and you had to sign up for a Facebook business account to do an app thing. Is that? Well, that's half true. I, just, I had to re-sign back up with my, because there is no such thing as a business account on Facebook. You have to be you. Right. You have to be Bob. I have to be Kevin. Business. Right, right, right. I can't be fake Bill Murray on Facebook. Um, so I had to sign back up just so I could access a Facebook app, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I now have a Facebook account that has a different email address, same oh, first so name, last name. Not I, okay. I, I made sure I use my, my work account. And so anyone who's going to fact check and go, Kevin's on Facebook. I saw him in the search results. Well, I have zero friends on purpose and I'm contemplating getting rid of this because I actually now know, still don't need that account. Anyway, so, so are you going to quit 
Pinterest now that you know that they bought your data or somehow have connected your data between no. nothing and something? No, but yet again, can we not have anything nice in this world, Mr. Zuckerberg? You're ruining it again for everybody. Thanks. Well, we can have nice things. They just all need to be interconnected. Oh, my gosh. Well, like we talked about last week, I think we're moving to a model where you don't even need advertising anymore. They just know who you are. They fingerprint who you are. They collect your data. And they just keep passing it along the line until somebody can monetize you. And then once they can monetize you, they kick you back, you know, as far as money. And there you go. So we're, we're in this new era of you don't even have to click on anything, Kevin. We can make money off you. And you all you got to do is point and click on things you like, and we will sell that. Gosh, I, I just want to go hide and curl up in a fetal position and go, I want to be back in the internet where I could be nobody. Now I have to be somebody on this damn internet. Well, let, let's pick this up on the other side of the bumper, shall we? Okay. You are listening to The Bob and Kevin Show with Bob Beattybar and Kevin Gishewski. Each week, we cover relevant tech and social issues related to technology. And more weeks than not, we're joined by special guests to add additional perspective to our topics. Our website is bobandkevin.show. And our episodes can be found on virtually any podcast network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Bob and Kevin Show. Hey, Bob, what are we doing today? Well, Kevin, I think we're going to talk a little bit more. Well, I can guarantee we're going to talk a little bit more about things that piss you off. And uh, I want to cover CES, even though we have some significant or you have some significant thoughts of what CES is and is not. But I think there's some interesting things, some of it we've already touched upon. So I think uh, more about security, more about uh, identity on the web, and uh, more about CES, and we'll see where it goes from there. What do you think about that? I think I love it, Bob. All right. Well, without further ado, I am Bob from The Bob and Kevin Show, and that other guy that we've been talking to is... I'm Kevin. All right. New Year's resolution continues to roll. He's identifying himself. That is excellent. Although he wants to remain anonymous on the good old fashioned web of old. Well, there's some history there. I mean, I had to take a cyber law class and in the late 90s, early 2000s, there was a huge push for anonymity on the internet. And now law enforcement is one um, uh, belligerent in the case of they want everybody identified and all actions, you know, kind of logged so we can backtrack crimes and basically need their job to be easier. Uh, Facebook, Google, YouTube, all those major actors, they don't want you to be anonymous anymore because if you're anonymous, I can't make a buck on you. And tinfoil hat going on here, shocker, (laughs) spoiler alert, I want to go back to where I could be on the internet and just be a random log entry that is pretty much meaningless. That's yeah, what I want. We've talked about this before. Ad retargeting has been around since early 2000s. Oh, I think it's I think it's newer now. I would give it about a decade. I'd say it's a it's a good 10 years old. I helped a client do ad retargeting easily more than 10 years ago. Okay, fair enough, but but I think it was a little bit more anonymous back then. It was only just a cookie that associated you with an experience. Now there's such a digital trail, and like you've already identified, 
once you've been on Facebook, apparently you're connected to all of your activity forever henceforth. So the anonymous aspect is completely gone. And you don't even have to be on Facebook or you, you can even never have been on Facebook and be collected. Well, yes, but there might not be the ability to connect you if you've never been like, let's say that there's that rare, that rare dinosaur out there that has never been on Facebook, never had a Google account, never been on Twitter, never shopped at Amazon they would kind of almost still be living in that anonymous realm. I don't believe it. Not would, anymore. What, how, would, how would the connection get made? I think the next revelation, if it hasn't already been come out, is Facebook is creating profiles for people who fit that demographic, who've never been on any of these platforms. Because it, it's like the <clears throat> we've inverted. The Facebook has now gotten so big that they've inverted where no longer do you have to just be on Facebook and we know about you. You can be associated with some app and then Facebook gets fed this information and like, hey, yeah, uh, Granny, Granny uh, 7, you know, is her, her, her spades or, you know, a solitaire username. And now we're starting to build a profile. Oh, now we know her name's Florence. And, you know, now we connect her with here. And there's nothing, as far as I know, in any sort of U.S. law that says that Facebook can't build just can't go from 2 billion users plus 5 billion non-users go, we've got all 7 or 8 billion of you mother truckers out there. There's nothing stopping it, is there? No. And when is the, I got to know, we talked about some of this stuff last week too, with the, you know, that revelation that those apps are connected or feeding Facebook data, even though they're not Facebook apps. What's, right. what's it going to take? How long is it going to take for the connection to happen between like a 23andMe or you know, those, those geology <laughs> DNA kits and Facebook. I mean, we are, we're, we're freaking living a black mirror episode. Uh, well, I mean, to the lay user to the, like the, Hey, let me click on this Bob and Kevin show for the first time. They're going to be like, man, these dudes are whack. They think, you know, the earth is flat or some shit like that, but no, 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 we're not that crazy. This is like, no kidding. Like, no, we, we do live in this world. Guys, we sound like Alex uh, Jones. Don't we? man, this, we do sound terrible. Right. But it's true. <laughs> but we don't, but just for point of reference, I think both of us believe that we did land on the moon, right? We don't believe that, that was yes. fake. And wow. the, the, the earth is a basketball. Yes. So we believe that's round. I'm not really sure where we fall on uh, the Kennedy assassination or anything like that. But for the most part, I would consider that we're, we're fairly rational human beings, right? Absolutely. I, uh, I adjust my view of the universe based on new data on a continual basis. I am an agile person in my own freaking mind. So do you think people coming to the show for the first time would hear us talking about this, you know, to steal my own stolen phrase, data is the new oil, is a conspiracy type theory? Or do you, I, I feel like it's pretty grounded. I, 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 I saw it. a hashtag, it was today or yesterday on Twitter going around, and it was hashtag the lies we tell ourselves, you know, and it's like, you know, five more minutes of sleep. Yeah, right. You know, only one bowl of ice cream. Yeah, right. You know, things like that. But I think a lie we tell ourselves is, is that it's not that bad. Facebook can't be doing all these horrible things. I mean, they've got all these users. Google's <laughs> doing this. You know, no, Google, I mean, they make a lot of money and they're cool and hip, right? They couldn't possibly. The government's going to save us, guys. They're, they, they're, you know, they can't be that bad. And I, and I look at that and go, well, the government's, 
full of idiots and it's shut down right now, by the way, <clears throat> partially. And um, they're the, they, the people running Facebook and Google, especially those two are way ahead of the game, way ahead of any sort of legislation. And now that they've padded their pockets so much, they can pass that into the coffers of the people who may or may not make these laws. Well, I was going to say, how much of a big data lobby do you think there is to, to greenlight the collection? Now well, that might be a little tinfoil hatty. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know that there's any laws against collecting it right now. And so I think the only thing that's going to be in play next with the money is, is to make sure it stays that way because GDPR is still kind of a non-US thing, but we've got these weird legal things. What if there's a EU person and Brexit? Oh my gosh, what the hell does that do for us? Anyway, <clears throat> but if you're Google or Facebook, this is like a, an old NASCAR phrase, and I don't watch NASCAR a lot, but I know a lot of people do. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I feel like that's what Facebook and Google's mantra is. I mean, Facebook or Google used to have don't be evil twice in their, in their thing. Now it's only once. So I guess <laughs> kind of different ways to look at it. And Facebook, they say their global mission is to connect people. Well, I don't think that they're wrong with their mission. They want to connect people, but it's dot, 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 so they can make filthy-ass rich money for themselves. Yes. And I, I shared a headline with you earlier today. I think that was today. Yeah, earlier today. Speaking of evil money, um, and your reaction to it was quite funny, but the article was about um, Amazon will possibly win some advertising dollars away from Facebook amid privacy concerns and it's just a survey so that, i mean it's it's an industry-based survey but it's you know it's, it's kind of maybe predicting the future a little bit and what was your quote when i shared that uh i don't know i'm drawing a total blank what was my you quote said, lucifer oh, yeah. money from satan <laughs> right um well and then uh speaking of privacy issues iphone had a billboard or apple had a billboard that says what happens on iphone stays on iphone kind of a dig at android you know like, right um, but you know, it's, it's like the pot calling the kettle black here, guys. It's like, um, I'm sorry, Apple, you don't stand on high moral ground either. I'm sorry. You, you've got your own questionable things going on over in Cupertino. Um, so, I mean, they're all pointing at each other, but they're all, this is like the, it's like going to Vegas and then the flamingos pointing over at the, at, at the Bellagio going, Oh, you guys are in that gambling stuff. You're right. wrong. <laughs> Like what, what? What? And how much you know, that's distraction tactics to like you know, hey, focus on that other bad guy. Well, we do some bad stuff over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you think Jeff Bezos, uh, Bezos is it Be whatever? Uh, you think Amazon is is you know, we're talking about rich people ego at this point. You know, we're going, how can we be even richer? How can we be number one in these categories? And and well, we, well, sir, we got to step on all these users and kind of violate their things. Well. Is there a law yet, you know, Mr. Engineer? Well, well no, sir, but I kind of, you know, it's probably not the right thing to do. But is there a law, Mr. Engineer? Do we like getting money? How about them stock options that still haven't vested and you probably should just be quiet? Yeah. You know, there's, that's the culture that I just can't stand. But once again, it is. It, it's, it's a Black Mirror episode unfolding. It's like we're in the episode because it's, almost the plot line of every single one of their stories. You know, uh, 
company takes advantage of technology where there was no regulation or laws therefore established and it becomes part of the culture until it turns incredibly dark. Yeah. Um, I, so I read 1984 last year and we have the Ingsoc, which is the ruling party, and we've got the proles, basically everyone else. The, the ruling party of the tech world are totally eating our lunch at our expense. And those proles, we're, the most of us are going, wow, this is cool. This Amazon Echo, it can tell me how warm it is outside. It can, it can remind me in five minutes that I need to go to my job or, you know, something trivial. And yeah, but it also can do this, this, and this. It can listen basically to anything. Yeah, but it, but it can give me a recipe. It's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. What am I thinking here? So. Well, that's what you have to do. You have to give the people something to keep them complacent before you take them for everything that they're worth. And like, speaking of which, we could do a little segue here to some of Amazon's latest gadgets that they announced at CES. Oh, yes, please, because I really haven't kept up on CES, and I'm, I'm going to be the old guy. I just know it, so just, just lay them on me here. What's going oh, on yeah. at CES? This was part of the setup for today's episode, too, because I wanted to bring back angry dad Kevin. Um, <laughs> so he's missing for a while with his new diet and exercise routine, filling him with tons of positive energy, but we're going to bring out angry Kevin here soon. All so right. something that you said to me earlier this week when I mentioned CES is that there's nothing new and nothing that different. And I would tend to agree. But some of the new stuff, um, that Amazon is becoming more of a technology. Their, uh, their voice service is becoming more of a, a technology add-on than it is an actual product itself. So a lot of the big releases in sound tech or voice-enabled technology this year all seem to be about the race to get your technology in other people's products. So it sounds uh, like Alexa is going to be, sorry, I didn't mean to mention your name, lady, uh, going to be in uh, televisions all over the place, more speakers, headphones. That's something I definitely want to talk about is the addition of that technology in headphones and uh, more locks and home security. Those two kind of freak me out a little bit, locks and home security and headphones. So we're actually looking at a home security system from Amazon uh, for our new house. Um, and I just read an article where their ring system is easily hackable because I think they own ring now. They bought, they bought ring. It and, looks like they bought ring. Yeah. And so quick little pro tip. If you ever have, if you have an internet enabled camera, do not point the thing inside the house, point it to the outside of the house. If so if hackers get in, all they can see is your tree in your front yard. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, but they can still hear everything you're doing. What's yeah, the actually, added, that's funny. What's the added I, visual? I, I did say that to the wife too. I'm like, but they can hear us. So, you know. Oh, real quick. In this vein of, do we really need this technology? Technology. Hanselman had a pretty good tweet. I don't know if you saw it the other day, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's basically, it's he was showcasing a refrigerator that would send you a text message if you left the door open. <laughs> so <laughs> rather than close the door for you, there's this whole thing of artificial intelligence where it would detect if the fridge door was open, connect to you and say, hey, the door is open. I'm anyway. sorry, it is not within my realm of functionality to actually close the door, but I thought I would alert you to the fact that your door is ajar. Yeah, so, um, lay, all right, give me some, is there any life-changing technology on this list? Can we just well, kind of... I'm, I'm doing voice tech for the moment. Okay, all right. All right. So but it looks like that um, 
where last year Google was lagging behind, and this is my interpretation of things that I read about CES, Google lagging behind Amazon in its uh, voice assistive technologies, they are definitely making a push uh, this year and embedding themselves into more products. Uh, one that I'm very excited about, uh, Sonos, my music system of choice, which is a Wi-Fi enabled speaker network basically, uh, has uh, Amazon technologies built into it. But now for the first time, they're going to be offering those products with Google assistance in their latest speakers as well. So voice technology kind of creates yet another ecosystem format war, right? So <clears throat> Android, iOS, Google Home, Alexa, Windows, Mac. I mean, I almost need a secret decoder ring anymore to figure out what to do. And, and uh, you know, you're going to have homes that are all Echo. And you're going to have homes that are all Google Home. Is there a use case where you'd want both? Ah, oh, man, I hope not, because um, that would get awfully confusing because you wouldn't know who you were talking to at which time. <laughs> well, I, I guess you'd say Alexa, whatever, versus, hey, Google, whatever. But Right, but then you'd have to keep track of who did what. Yeah, it's just getting really confusing. I mean, a competition is good, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I feel like Alexa is ahead of the curve on a lot of this stuff. They're definitely, they're definitely the trailblazers. Google's a little bit of a Johnny-come-lately. I'm just glad. Well, it's funny that I was gonna, about to say this. I'm, saying, I'm just glad that Microsoft really hasn't thrown their hat into that realm. But uh, guess what? They have Cortana. <laughs> well, uh, wah, yeah, wah, but wah. you saw Microsoft started selling Amazon stuff in their stores, right? Like the Echo stuff. Wow, that, that is giant. Cortana's dead as far okay. as I know. Okay. I didn't it's, know it, or it's dying a quick death. Um, but it, anyway, even if Microsoft decided to jump back in, give them another six months, um, <laughs> they'll call it Edge or something. And <laughs> Cortana Edge Edition. <laughs> yes. Uh, but speaking of which, Edge is getting killed off, right? I have heard that one of them is dying. Yeah, There's gonna, and it's a new version of their browser that's going to use the Chrome rendering engine. Is that right? Yeah, but where's the money in having your own browser can, can you help me out there I, I feel like i'd punt well nope uh, nope i know exactly where the money is you have your own browser then you have your default search engine that comes with that browser and that mm. search engine's primary function is to collect data mm. that's where it is i don't understand why mozilla has one why does that browser still exist? Firefox. Are, are they non-profit? I don't know. Because they're yeah. the Mozilla Foundation. I think they are a foundation. So they're probably the only ones that appear to be in it for the... Right reasons. Right. Quotes. right. <laughs> and I'm sure they're not making nearly as much as the other ones off of... Because it's all about getting, getting your technology stack in front of the user so that they become dependent on your service. So they can pay with their souls. Data is the new oil. We need t-shirts that we say do. data is the new oil. Bob and Kevin show data is the new oil. All right, I'll work one of those up soon. Maybe we need a show graphic too, like you know, for episode. We've got a lot of potential. We've got midget porn, data is the new oil, and angry dad Kevin imagery oh, so far in this gosh. episode. I wonder which one would get the most clicks. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going yeah <laughs> totally all, all right, right. Well, I want to get your thoughts really quick on um 
the, the voice assistant technologies in headphones and in your car. How do you mm. feel about those two? I can tell you right now, I've got a Ford um, Focus. Yes, it's a small compact car, but it's like the high end. I got like the titanium package. Totally excited. It's my second uh, Focus titanium because my first one got totaled a few years back. Um, I have Bluetooth and voice assistant in those or in the current one and the last one, and I couldn't live without it. I mean, I make phone calls. I do all kinds of stuff. Well, what about the integration of Amazon voice assistant technology or Google? I, that, you, you, yours is just the Ford. Yeah, you're Ford right. It's Ford Sync, right? right. Uh, I, you're going to have to sell me on why I would need more. I mean, I'm freaking driving. What the hell? I mean, aside from navigation and calling somebody wirelessly, I don't need to figure out, hey, Alexa, where, do, where should I hire? hide a dead body? You know? <laughs> you know, I don't need to know that while I'm driving. Can it wait? I mean, a lot of apps these days have a, uh, hey, we noticed you're driving, you know, so we've disabled this thingy. So why do I need now a voice assistant to distract me even more? What say you? I don't know. JBL and Anchor both have add-ons. So it's like aftermarket that you can plug into your car that has voice assistive technology. To do, or give me a use case, Bob. What is Bob Baby Bar asking Alexa at, at going 65 miles an hour down the road? Well, it says that you can control your music, navigation, and even send some messages. But- oh, wow. So guess we can just remove the volume knob right now <laughs> out of the cars. Let's save 50 bucks or whatever it costs for a can volume send, knob. Can you send texts with Ford Sync? You cannot, not while you're in motion, but when you're stopped, you can. You can send them with voice technology? Um, ooh, I don't know about that. You can have canned answers. So you could be like, on my way. And that's like a canned answer. Like when you get to the stoplight, you can tap that. As far as that, no, I don't think so. And that would potentially be useful, but um, don't even get me started on natural speech recognition and turning it into proper text. See, Apple's is really good. Like I'm very happy with my okay. Siri voice recognition and speech to text. But okay, so what oh damn it i had a question now it's gone i hate that hate when that happens oh well well moving right along then all right um other things that i saw from ces not tons no i'm kind of a i'm kind of a fan of the voice technology can we talk about 4k tvs and oh yes i knew that was a hot well there's 8k tvs now right so (laughs) i this is i'm sorry ahead of time this is gonna be a long potentially a long show oh that's right this is so right. In the Go. beginning, we had 480, which was basically your old 4x3 tube television. Then we went through a mandate to go to HD, which is 720p, 1080i, 1080p. And then once uh, a few years back, we had 4K. So in order to have you know, a TV, to ha- um, in order to take advantage of that resolution, you have to have content at that resolution. And we've kind of retroed. 1080p is no longer 1080p. We call it 2K because we have to have a K and everything now. So uh, 4K is double the resolution of 1080p, 2K. And <clears throat> that takes me to streaming. And I think you saw me tweet about this. So streaming totally revolutionized digital delivery right so no longer do you have to go buy the cd or dvd you can just download and and then we evolved it from downloading to stream it so we got your streaming music where you don't actually own a copy of it you're just streaming whatever you want but 
as I said in my tweet, when you get to your 1080p and your 4K and I can't download that, I can only stream it, think of the amount of wasted energy that goes through data networks. So you can get your stupid movie at 4K or 8K and it doesn't even save to the device due to digital rights management and yada, yada, yada. For the love of God. But can I you think, even stream 4K? Is that even physically yeah. possible? Yeah, you've got you've got the uh, Apple TV fourth gen, right, or third gen, whatever the the big thick one is. That does well, 4K. I know it says it does 4K, but can you stream 4K? Yeah. Apple has the content. Yes, they have some. So they the, what they do is they re-release. Yeah, but you're missing the you're missing the point oh. of the question. Can they the upscale it? Yeah, can the bandwidth handle 4K well, resolution? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because uh, 1080p is like only two megabits a second. So 4K would be reasonably about four megabits or more a second. So yes, but do you see how we've gone from, we want to save money as an industry uh, by getting rid of physical goods. Now we're moving to a model where we, 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 we did the download thing, but now we don't even let you download. Now you can only stream, but it's wasteful. Go download that movie, which might be a 10-gig movie now. And once you're done watching and you want to watch it tomorrow, you've got to restream 10-gig worth of data. And you want to tell me that's environmentally friendly, Mr. Um, Tim Cook, who oh, we're now green here at Apple. Oh, are you? And now the rest of America, their electric meters spin around. All the telecoms have to deal with the fact that you don't allow people to download your shit on their thing for you know long periods yada 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 okay rant complete you see where i'm going there right, i hate right, this right. stuff it's it seems that we're making a green choice because we're not having disposable media for media that has to be disposed of and the packaging and all that kind of stuff but the unseen damages to the environment because of the electric energy and yeah, yeah the wasting of energy probably could have a bigger impact overall. Okay, let's just put some uh, Bitcoin miner shit on our Apple TVs and, uh, and then we'll pay for it. Wait, but that's going to cost more electricity, Kevin. Ah, shh, shh, be quiet. You, you don't know that, Bitcoin. You don't, <laughs> you don't know that there's not Bitcoin miners on those machines. You know, wouldn't that be a great little scandal? You know, 10 years later, all of you running your Apple TVs or your Samsung or whatever, you were actually running Bitcoin miners for the man. <laughs> another hot product which is, has been a hot product for years at ces um smartwatches hmm. so they're continuing to evolve uh, to, to find smartwatches would my fitbit be considered one or is that just like a different category i think that might be a slightly i think it might be in the fitness tracker category sure so there's obviously some gray overlapping areas between fitness trackers and smartwatches um a lot of the feature sets of the smartwatches uh, just involve more app-based. So it's almost like a circular phone that you wear on your wrist. So you can install apps on it. You can get different kind of data reports, not heart rate, GPS, that kind of stuff. Um, and they're starting to slowly become more watch-like in appearance, basically. They're starting to slim down and, uh, you know, everybody's kind of, once again, you said something about the ecosystem earlier, smart fitness Fitness trackers and smartwatches, same thing. Tons of different ecosystems for those. I feel like though, like the Fitbit and maybe there's others like it, I can pair this with about anything. 
whereas my apple is like nope apple or die you know i don't know if that's true i think you can pair your apple watch with your uh android like my fitness pal maybe or well yeah but I, mean, I think it actually i think there is some kind of companion app that would run on your android device so yeah that would that would be shocker so we need our interns to get on that to uh, see if that's the case the one thing i liked about um my first foray into the fitness tracker slash smartwatch arena was a, a Garmin uh, watch, smartwatch. And uh, it was actually cross-platform. It was tri-platform. So I could run it with my uh, Microsoft phone, <laughs> dating myself a little bit there. But, um, <laughs> and then also Android and Apple. So it was, it was very agnostic. Have we got to the point where we don't need a phone anymore? Can you wear just a watch and make phone calls with a cellular? Or do you still need to tether it to a real phone? Well, the latest, um, the last two generations of Apple Watches, you have been able to get those in an LTE version. So you basically, and this is a question I was going to ask you about your car, and now I remember what it was. So you have a data package for your car, right? Nope. How does the, how does the Ford... Um, the Ford communication link work or through your phone who, who, who between which devices? Well, you, you said you could send text. You could send an auto reply yeah. and a text. How does it do that? Bluetooth, simple Bluetooth, oh, Bluetooth to your phone. Okay. Yep. All right. Cause you know, some cars, they have their own wireless networks now too, but you have to buy a data package for those. So my, my, uh, my phone works as a hotspot so I can actually tether my car to my phone over Wi-Fi. And it also receives uh, one-way direction downloads from Sirius uh, satellite. So I don't have a Sirius subscription even. And it will download um, like traffic data and all that automatically. Really? So you, do you not pay for that? I do not pay for that. That's very interesting. But yeah, I know that you can use the hotspot, but some cars actually are their own hotspots now, but you have to pay for an LTE. You're basically um, paying for another line on your phone. And that's yeah. the same thing with the Apple Watch. If you have an Apple Watch that's LTE, you add a line for $10 and it's just for your watch, but then you are free from your phone. So you can talk on it like it's a, you know, a wristwatch communicator and all that kind of stuff. So when I go jogging, I have to wear certain clothing in order to have my experience be ideal. So if I want music, I need my phone because my Fitbit obviously doesn't handle that. So I have to wear, um, like a sweatshirt that will allow for the phone to be in like the breast pocket. So, you know, putting it in your shorts or something would just, you know, beat against your thigh every stride. So it would be nice if I could have an Apple watch or something where I could just connect my headphone, Bluetooth headphones to my watch, get my uh, music that way. And then I'm one device, le you know, less. Um, Cause also my Fitbit doesn't do GPS by itself. It needs the right. phone. So yep. the, the LTE, the LTE Apple Watches do that. But yeah, what does that, what does what does it that cost me? Well, it's well, $10 a ten, month. $10 a month is totally doable. I mean, that's, that's I think, not a problem. But what about the hardware? What's the oh, watch going to run? Those are like 400 bucks. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so real quick tangent here. So Apple's really, like, taking lumps in the market, right? Because it can't. They're having iPhone sales problems. They're getting sued left and right for patent violations. Well, they're reaching saturation. That's why they're not selling as many phones. I mean, you eventually run out of people. Right. But 
but they're out, you also pay you overpay for an iphone you, 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 there's just no way that they're barely getting by on the hardware price there's no way you're, you're paying for that little apple you know one color simplistic logo there's just so point is is do you th- well the question is is do you think apple will do the unthinkable and reduce prices i don't know i don't i don't think they can i mean that's like it's like a president giving in and opening up the government i mean there's just <laughs> I, I just don't see it happening <laughs> sorry uh, so i mean because i mean for apple to be like all right guys yeah we're totally just a status symbol thing and we got to reduce prices to to get back into the black or, and i'm sure they're not like totally hurting right now but i think that would just be like Guys, whatever we do, we're charging more than we should because that's what we do at Apple. That's what we do. There's some motivational speech in a marketing room somewhere right now, right? But you bring up a really interesting point, though. I don't, they might be taking their lumps and they're probably selling a woe is me kind of, you know, story. But if you make a hundred billion dollars and then one, the next year you make $50 billion dollars. That's a 50% loss of revenue, mm-hmm. but I bet you're still making a handsome profit at 50 billion versus a hundred billion. So well, they're and, not making as much money as they used to. And one of their main things they do is they buy back their own stock, especially right now with all the tax incentives and whatnot. So they're really, you know, taking their liquid cash and making themselves as individuals richer because they push, they artificially inflate their stock price like that. But then the shitty phone sales bring it back down so that it's like value just completely disappears, just magically. We had this cash, we bought back stock, the stock went up, then we said, oh, we're actually not doing so well. And then their stock comes back down. It's like money just literally left our universe. It is gone. Yeah, but they still, even as of a couple of weeks ago, there's a race to be, or was it already won, the first company to become a trillion dollar company? Yeah, uh, Amazon's king right now, right? I think so, but it's a, it's a very close and highly contested race. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking a scale, an economy of scale so big that we it's just hard to imagine that sort of market cap in dollars you know <laughs> so many zeros right it's so, it's almost imaginary i mean so so here's the real kevin uh you know apple's an american company i want american companies to do well i'm a freaking american sorry rest of the world i want america to win except they make all their shit in china but yeah exactly i mean there's like some filthy shit going on it's like like and then so they of course Apple has an answer to that Bob you you ever you know you open up their 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 nice fancy box and what does it say right there designed in Cupertino well right uh, you know designed designed in right. it's like oh whoo my conscience is clear it was designed in America but forged in Mordor China you know where people are literally working you know their to their their fingers bloody ah, i just i don't feel bad for tim cook i don't feel bad for apple but but i feel bad because they're an american company that they're having a tough time you know and i i have a samsung but you but have I, to put that in air quotes tough time they're still printing oh yeah. money they're not they're not suffering they're not going through the steve jobs we're driving this company into the ground stuff um you know era of apple i get that 
I don't, I, I don't feel bad for them. I just feel bad that I, I don't feel bad for them. <laughs> if that makes, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. You know? So, um, I, I think Apple would, I don't want Apple to be a discount, you know, like come to Apple where we get two for one deal and, you know, you get the best thing. And, but I mean, you look at all their cables and stuff, they, they go out of their way to make it hard for third parties to make them. And the first party cables are shit too. Right. It's just like, but they're you paid twice for those. Right. They're meant to fail. I mean, they're designed to fail. That's you can't fix revenue. an iPhone I device on your own. Right. That's I where mean, the you, revenue model is. But that's slimy as all get out. If I sold you a car and said, oh, yeah, I think it's going to need a new alternator, but I've welded shut your hood, <laughs> you were going to be pissed. Ford for went good through, reason. Ford went through a phase like that where it was like, or maybe, which one was the tongue-in-cheek, somebody had a better idea. Maybe it was Chevy had a better idea. Well, Where I'm they not, closed everything up. and I'm not a Ford apologist, but at least Ford didn't have to get bailed out you know, from the government and the rest of them did. But my point is, is that's what, another thing that irritates me about Apple. It's not that it's just hard to service an Apple device. We go out of our way to make it hard for you. Like they glue, they glue things. They don't use screws. Have you ever heard of a screw? You know, just put some screws in there, Apple. That's all you got to. Nope, we're gonna epoxy this shit together. Well, have so, they have they ever finally flexed on like getting replacement batteries? Because I I don't know. It's okay. it's hard to keep track. I had a MacBook 2013. And it was like one of the very last Macs that you had a tiny bit of ability to upgrade memory, the drive, take the battery out. Now you can't do that shit no more. And I, I can't even keep track on the phones because I think they're all sealed under the guise of, well, we're trying to make them water resistant. Okay, I get that. That's why I took the headphone jack and all that out. But you're telling me that you couldn't come up with any way to make these things serviceable? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Or There's been water resistant things with battery replacements since the dawn of time. Not if it's Apple. <laughs> Apparently, that's it's mutually exclusive. Did Samsung bring their battery? I knew for a while that you could swap out batteries on Samsungs, but I think they're back to a closed case design again, right? My phone's a is an old one. It's about two and a half years old. It's a Galaxy Note Five. It's sealed. Um, I, I have no hope, but it is my understanding that they backed off of that. But I don't know that for sure. Well, no, I think they did make it so you could replace batteries for a while, but then they were back to the old fuckery where you couldn't once your battery was hosed then you had to get a new device and then uh, insert statement about how iPhones throttled your older phones <laughs> and said something about battery I mean it's some slimy shit I really want Apple to win guys I really want you to win but holy shit I, this is like Pence defending Trump ain't gonna happen I mean you can try but nobody's gonna believe you Nobody's going to believe you. Everyone's going to shake their head. Sorry, there's, there's two digs on the president in one episode. I am sorry. But there's, a new, there's a new title for the episode, Kevin Hates Trump. <laughs> hey, your words, <laughs> not mine. I, I'm just saying things are a little bit weird these days, and nobody believes that This shit. might be the easiest episode to name of all time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think we have multiple choice. Maybe we need a, a multiple choice drop down of what would you name this episode? Midget porn, Kevin H. Trump. <laughs> if you're, oh, I was going to say, if you're on Twitter right now, we're not live. That's so funny. Damn. Maybe we could do a quick poll after and not really give the context of what we talked about. And 
the the highest votes wins before we publish. Oh my gosh. Okay. See, hey, yes. wait, speaking, no, wait, I, speaking of Twitter, I kind of brought up that segue. One of our show objectives this year, 2019 is to uh, increase that uh, Twitter presence and Twitter followers. Uh, we would love for you to like us or tweet at us or whatever the heck you want to do. Uh, it's Twitter. It's Bob and Kevin show. I think it's Bob and Kevin show, isn't it? God, that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's, Maybe it's Bob Kevin show. We're so terrible at podcasting. We are. (laughs) Bob and Kevin show. That's what it is. Yeah. That's us. I think we should. uh... We're also on Facebook and some of that other shit too. Yeah. So I just took a picture here and I'm going to try to tweet it out, but I ran out of storage. That's another thing. Wait, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) I got to delete some stuff. Oh, that's because you you just said earlier your phone is old. So what is it, like a 32 gig? Yeah, it's 32 80? gig. Okay. That's another thing that grinds my gears about phones and Apple. Like, small, medium, and large. That's how we're going to price everything. Because apparently SSDs are made out of pixie dust and unicorn piss. Because they're so damn expensive. <laughs> so I'm just saying... Sorry, I'm a little ornery tonight. No, but that's okay. But that brings up a really interesting point. I just thought it was a very flowery reference. Um, but so SSD, but in a phone, why couldn't they just use removable storage like or the same technology they would use in like a SD card? Because those things are dirt cheap these days. Um, I Well, my guess would be speed because you've got different... Gra- so like, an, uh, yeah, like yeah. an SD card is way slower... You know, then, um, then a solid state drive, sure. Yeah, totally. So, anyway, that's another thing that grinds my gears. We sell iOS devices like they're freaking a French fry. Would you like small, medium, or large iPad? You want salted or unsalted? It's like, really? I mean, I get that you're trying to dumb things down for like Joe user and. And at a trillion dollars, Tim Cook totally is not listening to this podcast because he's just like, oh, yeah, let me see what Kevin thinks about this. But I'm just saying, um, man, why does it, it just why would you even bother me. with a Why would you even bother with a 16 gig or 32 gig, whatever the small one is? It's like that's just a trick to make you hate it and come back and get a bigger one next time. Oh, and so my kids or my youngest kids had uh, Amazon Fires and they have eight gig. And you're like, oh, eight gig. Yeah, they, they ain't going to fill that up. Oh, well, you get the damn thing. And 4.5 gig of it is the OS. Right. So here's three and a half gig for like a couple of coloring books and, you know, two apps where you make breakfast. And on the next app install is, you've run out of space. And it's so frustrating because my kids come to me all the time. Dad, I can't download this thing because it's, and they can't, you know, they couldn't even read at the time. Can you fix it? I just, it doesn't work. I'm like, what the hell? Amazon, come on. You know, it just, it just kills the engineer in me. It just absolutely kills me. Anyway, I digress. And there's some phones, of course, not Apple phones, where you can add a SD sidecar, basically, and you can have data and information on there, right? Um, data, but you can't have apps. Oh, you can't have apps on the SD card? No. Oh. So, you know, it's just like your laptop. Here's my SD card. Go ahead and install Photoshop to your SD card. No, yeah. all right, that shit ain't going to fly. But you could put your music on there. Music 
loves me. Okay. Hey, um, three-year-old daughter, um, what I need you to do is start organizing your stuff. So you put your music over here. But see, that's not even really an option because they use uh, something called playtime, which is basically like a controlled kid's environment where you push the pretty icon and it downloads and you have no control where it goes. It just, you know, it right. downloads. It default, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. <sighs> playtime. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I wish we were doing video right now because watching Kevin try to do this tweet is quite entertaining. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the damn thing keeps telling me I'm out of space and I'm like trying to delete pictures and it's not working. God, we suck at this. <laughs> this is a tech podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and one of our co-hosts just ran out of space on his, well, what is it, Note it's a, it's, 5? Yeah, and it's like two and a half years old. So, you know, part of me goes, hey, I'm doing pretty good. I haven't had to play in the game of buy a new phone every X number of months, subsidize it, get a mortgage, you know, like tell my kids they can't go to college and all that. I'm like, hey, finally, you know, I can, we can take, go out and eat finally because I didn't have to buy a new freaking phone the other day. And then I run out of space because I take pictures of my children, you know, and anyway. It's the opposite of the, me at my house, Caroline constantly struggles with running out of uh her, it gets the message that her iCloud storage is full so she's not backing up anything on her phone right and uh i'm like you know for a dollar a month you can get like a terabyte of storage space or something like that she's like i'm not gonna spend twelve dollars i go i'll spend it for you because it's worth that twelve dollars not to hear you complain <laughs> oh. so it's it's a different it's a different environment here at the baby bar household I've deleted at least a dozen pictures. Why well, can't I? <laughs> I'm just trying to edit one picture. Okay, I will. I will. What do you mean edit it? To... What are you trying to edit it? Crop it? I'm just or trying what? to crop the damn thing so it's the you know. Little... So it's not basement and then a screen. <laughs> right. It's like what are we trying to capture here? We're we capturing what's outside of the picture. You know, like Bob or everything around Bob here. <sighs> wow. So this uh, this degraded quickly. Uh, CES just got us wound up. Um, yeah. yeah, can we can we circle back? To, is there anything about CES that we didn't cover? Egg, yeah. Laptops. There were some conversations about laptops. But one of the things is so, uh, Huawei, Highway, Huawei. What's oh, that? Man, if you figure out how to say that name, let me know. Because well, don't. they got in a bunch of hot water here in the states because their phones were potentially listening devices for the chinese government does oh, that, that sounds sound right yeah that, that sounds right huawei huawei <laughs> it sounds right but, i think it's yeah. huawei anyway one of the top computers at ces this year is the huawei matebook 13 so it's like if we're not going to let their phones in the country why would we let their laptops in <laughs> yeah uh, and then didn't their executive get arrested by in Canada at the direction of the U.S. government? Well, something. yeah, it was related to the, the phones with the listening devices, I think. Oh, that's fun. I don't know. Or I could be totally making this shit up. So fact checkers, fact check. Um, All right. Gaming laptops are uh, supposedly uh, fun again, according to uh, according to the CES reporters. Uh, they're still working on uh, VR making virtual reality apparently better. I don't know. Uh, some new processors. I still think that's a dead end. 
Lexar introduces the world's first one terabyte SDXC card. One terabyte, ladies and gentlemen, in an SD card. 650 minutes of 4K footage, ladies and gentlemen. But how, but no how price. fast is it? Because, man. Uh, boasting speed, read speed of 95 megabits a second. So that's normal. I can tell you right now. I've got a shit ton of SD card. That's a normal fast card, which isn't very right. fast. But that's still pretty good for something that giant, I would say. Yes. Oh, so here's one. Okay, I did want to talk about this because we've kind of hinted on the future and all this kind of good stuff. Have you heard about um, Mirror? Um, yeah, looking one every day. Nah, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Um, but so you've heard of like Peloton and these various like workout online exercise services where Peloton actually comes with a, a bike and you can participate in classes from around the world yeah virtual, i did see those virtual or real time well this company called mirror and, and it actually is it's like a 72 inch or something like that 70 inch vertical flat screen basically but it actually works as a mirror when it's not on but the actual piece of equipment itself has a processor has wi-fi access it's uh, Bluetooth, and basically you subscribe. The device itself is $1,500. They come and hang it on your wall, and with a $40 a month uh, gym membership, you and four other people in your family can take participate in live or on-demand exercise. And so it, it turns from a mirror to a television screen, and you can participate as part of a class or with a one-on-one <laughs> This sounds like Hanselman's, I'm going to ping you when the refrigerator door is open. I got, I got an idea. Breaking news. Why don't you go outside and run? <laughs> <laughs> or, or B, go find some freaking friends. Well, some people, to go a, to the gym with. some people A, don't have the time to go to the gym. Well, and I don't B, either. And B, need that one-on-one -on -one motivation or that instructor-based motivation. They can't just self-motivate. But my whole, my whole point is, is this is that we, we are on the, right on the edge of like, this is a, uh, this is a uh, total recall kind of shit, you know, where the, yes. the person in the room with you, but via screen. And Demolition Man. Do you remember Demolition Man? We had Wesley Snipes, uh, Sylvester Stallone, and, and uh, what was her name from Speed? Uh, Sandra Bullock. So when Sylvester Stallone's character and Sandra Bullock were being intimate. Oh, yeah. They had like virtual sex, right? Yeah. Well, to her, she's like, you touched me. He's like, well, yeah, because I'm from the past. And that's the way <laughs> we do it. And she's like, ew, you know, we don't do that now. We're, we're moving to this society where you're not going to leave. I mean, your house is now going to be like, a, a six foot by six foot cube right everything's going to be virtual we're in the matrix at that point um have, just be have you read in the water bath have you read the book ready player one or seen the movie no i'm afraid so the the entire <laughs> it's a dystopian future spoiler alert um and everyone puts on vr gear and that's how they escape reality and everyone lives through vr and it's coming it is really coming. I, God, get off of my lawn, guys, coming at you right now. I mean, seriously, what's old is new again to me. What's old is appealing again. I feel like I'm a progressive person, but low tech still wins the day. 
simple. I mean, working out now requires a membership and all this high-tech equipment. No, it doesn't. It requires your feet and your arms and motivation. Yeah, it does. And if, and if you need all of this stuff because you lack one aspect, which is motivation, find it within yourself to get some freaking motivation somewhere else. You can't awesome. buy motivation. Sounds like people are buying, trying to buy motivation. Well, that's since the dawn of time. I mean, that's what all of us do when, you know, we read a book or we subscribe to a blog, that kind of stuff. We're just looking for, looking for that extra boost, I think. And that's just, this company is trying to capitalize on it. I just, I was intrigued by the price point and what, the what is the price point? It's $1,500 for the device. GTFO, man. Which is, but they come in and they install it though. They will hang Ooh, it for you. Goosebumps over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then 40 bucks a month for a family of five for a gym. 480 bucks a year, if my math is right. Right, but that's for everyone. That's for your entire family. Yeah, and that's going to compete with Fortnite and the kids. Good luck with that. <laughs> well, yeah. but if you're in a different stage in life where you have like active teenagers and stuff, they might be able to take place in wait a second wait a second isn't that a contradiction if you're paying for some things because you want other people and then they offer a family plan i think the other people already live in your house well but you would do it one at a time but anyways but think about me i've spent thousands of dollars on my gym between the mats and the weights wait a second are we are we really saying that we can't throw 20 dollars on a meetup and go hey y'all want who wants to go work out well, they don't exist that readily, do they? Oh my gosh! For fifteen hundred bucks, if you drop fifteen hundred bucks check off, you said Kevin, you can only spend it on fitness gear. I'm going right now to buy a rowing machine, and I'm gonna save the rest because I got kettlebells. <laughs> I already have an elliptical. Um, I don't oh need some stupid virtual interaction thing uh, seriously are people just doing this so they can like be voyeuristic to other people i don't I know mean, i it's hard to tell because it's a little bit i don't vaporware is probably not the right word at this point but i don't know if it's out in production yet so hmm. you don't really know what the group uh fitness experience in their videos it's you can basically see the instructor so the basically instructor, you're telling me or animatron it, it's a piece of exercise gear with google hangouts on the front of it yeah, pretty much so. No way, <laughs> man. Also, write the write it and undercut the price. Well, I gotta believe in this idea before I even do something like I do not believe in this idea. This will be this is a thigh master from what's her name from Suzanne uh, Summers. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was totally choking on the name. Suzanne <laughs> Summers for five hundred, please. <laughs> Do you, well, I mean, I would say, and I don't want to put words around. Actually, out. that's the fucking title of the episode right there. Susan <laughs> Summers for 500, please. <laughs> <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> nice. Oh, we're still doing it. We've got midget okay. porn as a category. <laughs> yes. So you got to draw that up. You be the wizard. You draw it up. Okay. Totally. Um, all right. So oh, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> so you see some merit in this, though, because I completely see this as going, oh, my God, we've We've jumped the shark on this one. Nope. The only reason why I see merit in it is because there's already products out there similar to it, like Peloton and some of the others. There's a lot of online fitness um, 
a lot of online gyms that you can buy into these days. And some come with equipment and some do not. So one, there are a few things I've learned about humans. One, that we're just disgusting creatures. And two, we will throw infinite amount of money at the hope and dreams that we can lose weight with no effort. Oh, and yeah, think, 110%. And I think people look at this go, you tell me that, okay, I'm okay with the fact that I can't take a pill to lose weight. Okay, I get it. But now I can throw money at technology and it will just lose weight for me. All I got to do is schedule a meeting and show up. Oh, Sign that me up. That pill to lose weight thing hasn't evaporated yet either. That's oh, still out there. And people sp- are hoping for that. No, it's, st- but I mean, you can still buy into all those hoaxy take this to lose weight things. Dexatrim. Yeah, They're not gone. The yeah, they've just changed names throughout the years. So real quick rant on health. What's scary in America is I went to two doctors, my personal doctor and a urologist, because I was having issues many moons or many months ago. Wow, if you would have bet me if I would have had to put money that you would talk about this on air three months ago, this happened. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give the light the light edition here the because <laughs> we're well, I would say we're a family show, but we're not so much. Anyway, um, both doctors were, were willing to just give me medicine to handle symptoms that I was manifesting. And one doctor was giving me medicine that I was getting uh, from basically side effects from the other doctor. So the other doctor was giving me medicine to counteract the side effects. So I was getting all these this drug cocktails. Why were you both, multiple doctors? That's weird. Well, I have a, like a, a personal doctor, a, a general physician, and then oh. I had a specialist, Hang which on. is totally normal. Uh, I'm a baller. I have a lot of doctors. <laughs> <laughs> no. Baller or hypochondriac, um, I couldn't And tell. so both of them had mentioned, hey, you know, Kevin, you should probably lose a little weight. But the thing is, is they, they say it like it's like, well, we're supposed to say that. But you know what? Here's some pills, Kevin, because we know you don't want to work out and lose weight. Here's some pills. You're American, right? All you want to do is, I don't know, capitalism and take pills. Wait, so, they gave you pills to help you lose weight or just no, to fix your symptoms? Fix my symptoms. But okay. they were kind of suggesting, well, you know, if you lost some weight, maybe you wouldn't have these problems. But they kind of gloss over that. And, you know, after only a couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, my God, this medicine is just absolutely just tearing me up i'm gonna quit it all and i'm gonna lose some freaking weight um but this was prior to you and i having a challenge so it was in my mind i'm like gosh i i really need to do this whole weight loss thing and it was just a perfect storm that i went to colorado and i was like wow everyone here is beautiful except me. <laughs> i'm fat and then i get back i'm like bob and you're like kevin let's do it and you know here we are i am medication free i've lost weight i i feel like yeah, I'm as healthy as I've ever been in my life. I don't have any of the problems I was going to the doctors for, which means I'm going to step out in front of a bus probably tomorrow. But hey, you know, I think it's great though that people are trying to work out, and I think they need to do less pills, but more just put in the freaking effort and the, the whole gimmicky technology. Yeah, or there's no shortcuts. It's killing me now. I use technology for working out. I have Bluetooth headphones. I have a, a cell phone that I run with that, you know, gives me my music. I have a Fitbit tracker. So I'm not totally anti-technology. Um, right, but the technology is not doing it for you. It's just... Right. And I, I feel like this Peloton, is that the name of it? Peloton is the bike one. And these things are, aren't selling you weight loss. They're selling you 
weight loss is fun and all you gotta do is you know get on the bike get on the bike seven days a week i now, bet you get skinny doing that though I, oh i'm certain you can <laughs> and i think the biggest thing i learned was eat right quantify what you're eating and put in put in the effort and hold yourself accountable and if you're not tracking any of this and i'm again more technology i'm using apps for all this how do you know and it's the lies we tell ourselves because you go oh yeah i know i had burger king for lunch and you know pizza hut for dinner which by the way is two true statements for me today uh, <laughs> yes i know right <laughs> so you're not at goal weight yet then is that what i'm hearing that is correct i'm standing at 171 i i hey, 171 is to- great though that's one above you have one pound to go I have one pound to go, but let me tell you, I'm, I can see the finish line and I'm walking. <laughs> I'm not even trying anymore. Well, like, that's because, you know, I'm sitting still 10 above. So I think you've got a little room to relax. I know, but I want to get over the line just you so should, I can. You should probably relax a lot. You know, you should probably eat fast food. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, the point is, is you got to hold yourself accountable. Technology needs to be a tool, not as a gimmick. And I just feel this is more gimmicky than it is an actual tool in my mind. Because in my mind, there's two things you got to do, diet and exercise. Right. Those two things, period, end statement. Everything else is $1,500. You tell me $1,500. I can tell you it didn't cost me $1,500 to lose 20 pounds in the last two months. It didn't, but there's a lot of people who do what we're doing and they have gym memberships and shit like that does add up pretty quickly. Yeah. Don't you think it's a little predatory though for somebody to say for $1,500 by such and such and such where you will lose weight. All you got to do is three easy payments of whatever and you will get there. You know how many people, what are the statistics on people who never hit any sort of goal and it's just a total, it's a garage sale item. What do you think? I'm looking it up because I want to make sure that they're not. uh... At least I can. I mean, low tech stuff like a weight bench. I can at least sell at a garage sale. You really think I'm going to be selling a $1,500 pellet, whatever, in a garage sale when it doesn't work out for me? Smart fitness mirror. We tried the $1,500 smart fitness mirror and we think it's worth the price. Although YouTube's asking me a survey question before I can watch the video now. What? Screw it. Oh. Can you hear that? Oh, God. Yeah, that's loud. But how? I'm not sharing. Is it better now? Bob, turn it down. Oh, my gosh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but I can hear somebody. I got to figure out how to control that. That's really weird. Anyway, <laughs> that'll be a fun edit. <laughs> no, it won't be edited. Well, you won't hear that in the, in the audio anyway. I hope um, that's interesting. Anyway, I, I, I feel like I could advise people better now. I'd be like, here's, here's what worked for me. Don't necessarily work for you. You don't have to spend $1,500. You should probably invest in ways of quantifying your calories in and quantifying your calories out. Well, do you think you would um, blog about it? Because that could be interesting. Or do you think you'd do a, a, a video on YouTube about it? Potentially. On your channel? 
potentially um just not set up like lifestyle wise to to make videos and right i just wondered if you do it eventually because you seem to have a knack for those formats though yeah i do um but i also i don't want to it might be a survivor story yeah kevin you did it but doesn't mean everyone else can do it so i i don't know i but i i really do believe that it's calories in calories out it's that simple you don't need you don't need expensive equipment i have i have an elliptical like a 800 hundred dollar elliptical that sat in my storage unit this entire time i lost 20 pounds i would have totally used it but it's in storage and i found out holy crap i didn't actually need it i love having elliptical not gonna lie it's been no. my, it's been my yeah. life not everybody's like me and we'll go out and run eight miles you know and and be like fuck yeah i just ran i eight did miles. last winter i just can't get motivated this winter to go outside i don't know what the deal is well so tracking your calories and having the willpower, <laughs> you know, if, if you don't want to lose weight or if you don't want to set a goal and hit it by a certain date, then that's that you're your own worst enemy. Yeah, not, not you, Bob. But. Right. But targets definitely help without a doubt. Targets help. And friendly competition for sure. Yeah, that, that has not hurt at all either. So, oh, wait, am I making a case for this team thing? Hmm team <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah exactly you are making the case for the the fellowship aspect except, of except, uh, this challenge didn't cost me 40 dollars a month uh sure. to compete with bob i so again you tell me here in america that fat friends don't fat people don't have fat friends they do <laughs> you know, so we can go find you know i found Somebody who was willing to lose 21 pounds with me eight is not that hard, people. Probably. Eight and ten of us probably fit that description. Yeah, I would say here in America, finding somebody who's overweight is not hard at all. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so anyway. All right, what else? So I, I think that the, I think that we should probably wrap it on that just because we could go way down the rabbit hole and we're already an hour and 17 minutes. So. All right. I'm ready to I'm ready to yawn and go to bed. I can't believe you're still firing away. Well, yeah, I don't know. It was good. It was good stuff. Kevin was extra angry today. It was extra raw. We've got plenty of uh, what should we put as our show graphic <laughs> fodder? I'm, I'm telling you, dude, Jeopardy I, categories. I categories. I love it. <laughs> you need to slack me a few of them because I'm already forgetting. So, all right. So. I will definitely do that. <laughs> All right, man. Good stuff. Um, tomorrow's Friday for whenever this episode airs. Ooh, I totally just put in a temporal thing there. That's bad. That's now okay. I think we're going to get it to go. I'll try to get it out tomorrow. It might be late. Uh, but That I means I need to draw something quickly. Well, yeah. all right. Let's shoot for Saturday then. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right, Bob. I think we got one more uh, order of business. Tonight. Yes. Got to bring the crazy-ass lightning.